Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Honest Pretenders podcast with me, Daniel Jones. And me, Ben Littler. And Ben, we are back for another week. We are. And I can say that tomorrow is a day of three things that is happening. So, officially, tomorrow, which is the 22nd of September, 2021, is the first day of autumn. Yes. Officially. Um, another thing we're going to talk about, in, in some sort of detail, I imagine, soon on, and two things, actually. We've got your long-awaited game of the year, FIFA 22's releasing, <laughs> and the... Star Wars Visions is coming out tomorrow, which is a non-canon. Yes, it's non-canon for those crazy out there that you know. You know what a Star Wars fan base like? Oh, it's not canon. You can't do that. No, you can't make that. It's. I think this is probably the most exciting thing for the fan base in a while. To be fair, because. It takes it's it's anime, yeah. But it's not the traditional that we've seen with Clone Wars and that. It's the Japanese style uh, anime. Uh, so you know the the over the top and stuff like that. Yeah. But it's not it's not a series as a series. It's just I think it's nine, eight or nine episodes of just quick. I think it's fifteen to twenty minutes, maybe shorter. Just episodes of different things at, that they've done. Basically, they've just said, "Go right, go ahead, design something, Star Wars and anime, mix them, and see what you can get." <laughs> so you'll have crazy duels, you'll have crazy battles, you'll have crazy, crazy everything. Like so, crazy Star Wars. Crazy. crazy. Star Wars. Great Star Wars. <laughs> what I've been told is that someone who's I've watched that has watch the first episode and whatever early is mm. that not every episode will cater to every person there might be some that we watch that go oh, i wasn't interested in that and there'll be some that we go oh, i thought it was really good because they're not all in the same art style right that like you can get different anime art styles can't you it, with japanese yeah. style so there's going to be different ones or different style of anime for each episode, or there might be a few the same. So, the first episode's out tomorrow, or unless you've had early access, then you've seen it already. But I'm looking forward to it. It's something else to watch, finally. Yeah. Um, I did after seeing that um on on YouTube. I thought, oh, it must already be out. I'll go and have a look. Looked on Disney Plus. Looked through the Star Wars stuff. Not on there. However, I forgot. That they put all like the you know the the specials, like oh, the yeah. Christmas specials and that, oh, God, yeah. and the Ewoks, oh, <laughs> all God, those yeah. are on there <laughs> for for <laughs> viewing pleasure. Yeah, I remember going, I'd scrolling through for I can't remember, I thought there was any reason I was just curious to see what was in there, and I found that the Lego Star Wars. Yeah, like, they're all in there. Like, like the Freemaker Adventures, for example. I've got to say, my love, I love the series. I love the Emperor in that yeah, series. Yeah, yeah. What they did with it. Well, that that comedy factor. It's got that slapstick yeah. comedy. There's all sorts of, sort of this Emperor's this kleptomaniac that just... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so, 
so yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to that. It, it, it's again, it's something different. It's something yeah. new. Not every, everyone's. There are going to be people who's going to complain about it and say, "Oh, this should never have happened." Oh no, we can't have that. Surprised a lot of people say that about the sequel trilogy. So, <laughs> speaking of the sequel trilogy, um, George Lucas's ex-wife has has decided to throw her weight into oh. what she thinks of it, and she <laughs> hates them. She hates them. Not that it makes a jot of difference anymore, but no, I she. Was gonna say, I can't say that surprises me either, to be honest. She's reportedly quoted saying that Kathleen Kennedy and J.J. Abrams don't have a clue what they're doing. <laughs> so she well, that's basically, you can, after, certainly after nine, you can say she's probably got a point. She has a point, and she genuinely hates them. Like, really hates them. Can't watch them. I'm, I'm not in the hate boat, but I'm just not interested in them. No. Like, I just no interest in watching them again. Yeah, I I don't think I've watched eight or nine since I saw them in cinema. I watched. I've only watched them after the the DVD release, so we can watch it at home or whatnot. I've got the got the DVDs, yeah. but I've just never watched the DVDs. <laughs> like, as as is tradition, watch it in the cinema, and then when it's released on DVD, we'll watch it again then, and whatnot. See what see how it holds up on the uh, yeah on the TV. Has, has, your, has your opinion changed? But. But, I just don't see my opinion changing with those films. I mean, the action scenes are quite good, to be fair. But there's few and far between of action scenes that <laughs> we don't get any. Like, you had to wait until nine before two lightsabers actually touched. There was <laughs> some in seven. There was some in seven at the end, wasn't there? It was eight, I was thinking. Eight. The entire of episode eight. And, and even then it didn't happen. He was a ghost. <laughs> <laughs> it's a ghost. Right, before we go into this, I've been listening. Well, I, I've got into a new series, which is Star Wars, on audiobooks. Because mm. it's always... I've never really delved into the old legend stuff. You have. I know you have. You've yeah, most of the books. Dabbled. So I thought, you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try the... Uh, I've completely missed an entire era out, a few years out. I think it's the Swarm War I've missed out. Which proceed directly after episode six. Yeah. Um, I've gone straight into the New Jedi Order with the Yuuzhan Vong. I've only touched on bits of that. It's a series I've always meant to build up. Yeah. A collection of, but I've just not got the money to do it. I mean, I got into this. I've just finished the second book. They're quite short, to be fair. I think yeah. they've definitely got their money's worth. Where they could make a bigger book, they've decided to cut it down into several short stories by the end of it. So what I've done in a way is just completely bypassed an entire pre-story, which they don't really show actually. They mention it a few times, which is nice. Uh, Chewbacca dies yeah. in the first book. He has a planet or a moon thrown on top of him. But he does sacrifice himself saving uh, Han Solo's youngest son. He does. So. And I already knew this, but I thought, yeah. oh, it's just happened. But no, it was quite actually quite heroic. <laughs> the whole, the scene how it sets up is quite heroic. That he's being thrown about and whatnot. The the storms are building up. He throws Han Solo's son onto the Millennium Falcon. He's still getting battered. He says he gets battered. He gets a building pretty much topples on top of him, and he gets up in a defiant roar at the moon, and then boom, white white flash and you think that's pretty much the perfect image of him yeah. to be so defiant um 
But, you couldn't see Chewbacca whimpering at death, could no, you? Just... No, he was definitely such a defiant roar. It pictures it perfectly in, in your mind. Yeah. But when I compare it, going, this is so much better than <laughs> what has been made canon. When yeah. I think that this, this is an era where the New Republic's been created and whatnot. There's a new Jedi Order that's been created by Luke. Um, and then this Yuuzhan Vong force come from another galaxy and the galaxy's completely knackered against it. Like, they genuinely... They have no answer. Yeah, yeah. they genuinely can't do anything. Even because they, they can't sense them through the force. They're completely yeah. void of it. Um, Luke's pretty much at the height of his power. Yeah. In turn, and he he's useless pretty much he's against no it. Yeah. <laughs> he has no answer to this. And you think, we haven't seen this where the entire galaxy is at the mercy of another so, force. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm only in the second book, but there's, yeah. they have their few battles where they win and whatnot. But they're saying, like, oh, um, we're trying to stop these refugees on Dantooine or help them and get them off whilst the Yuuzhan Vong's coming for us. And they win. They eventually win and whatnot. But then they do the, the toll afterwards. And it's like, yeah, they fifty percent of the refugees died. Like yeah. wow. <laughs> you lost fifty percent of them. Yeah. Like they and they didn't really win, they just forced them into a retreat. And yeah. they're knackered and there's still more to come. Like they think that they've won. They've pushed them back. And then that's the end of them. It goes to what a threat they were, doesn't it? The fact that seeing as forcing them into a retreat was seen as a victory. Yeah. Yeah. And that, and they still lost as much as they did. Yeah, like I've only touched on a few books in that particular series. Yeah, I know it takes. I get. From what I've read, I've got one that's a fair way down the line. Mm-hmm. And Han Solo is still depressed about Chewbacca's death. Yeah, you know, he's going to be. So of course, he is his best mate. So, I mean, but I did. Yeah, I think I mostly touched on the series that came after it, like the. <laughs> is this with? There was the think. Dark Mesh trilogy, and then there was the Legacy of the Force series. I've got a Legacy of the Force book, and I was confused to hell because I think Anakin's dead, or one of the solos is dead. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, that was quick. <laughs> That's so, happened. So, yeah, I think I said the, the first thing I ever read of like what is now Legends yeah. was the first book in the Legacy of the Force series. Yeah. So I was like, okay, so who are half of these people? <laughs> yeah, it's like they bring in Han Solo's cousin or something like that, is like a yeah. guy that's trying to take over um, a facility. Uh, spoilers for anyone was it like, so hang on, Luke has a wife and a son, and <laughs> yeah, Mama Jade and whatnot, and yeah. uh, Han Solo, Han Solo and Leia had three children. Yeah, yeah. here and <laughs> there's is... twins, and <laughs> that's exactly what I was. I just could not get into it. I thought I can't get into this. I've got to go. I have to go back. I have to go back in time. Yeah. I don't know how I got through that series. But I built that series up, finished it. I went back. I got the Darkness trilogy. Yeah. A couple of books in the New Jedi Order. And I keep saying, I'm going to keep. I'll keep going back eventually, and I'll build it all up. <laughs> I haven't even thought about the Thorn trilogy, or Thorn oh, books. Apparently, that's, apparently, it's brilliant. I've I've heard very much the same that that is probably the best of them, but. 
I'll get through the Yuzhan Vong and then... Because the thing is, it doesn't... Uh, it's weird because we spoke about Legacy of the Force mm. and how we're completely disconnected to what happened before. There's people have died, there's characters that we didn't know. Yeah. We're like, oh, okay. But in this one, it's like there is no leading on from another what came before. Yeah. It was just, this is this is it, we're going to go from there. You'd honestly yeah. think that they've just had the Battle of Endor and they were just carrying on. Yeah. You'd think that, but... You look at the time, you've got the paper, like the actual books, you see like the timeline they've established, and you see there's so much material there between... Is a lot. I remember looking at those those timelines of the books, and there's an awful lot. Yeah, <laughs> you I wouldn't know. believe. Again, go back to the legacy of the. I think the legacy of the Force series is set about forty years after the Battle of Yavin. So that's yeah. So that makes it thirty six years after the Battle of Endor. Yeah. Yeah. So there's a got thirty six years of material. <laughs> I mean, I'm just stacked up in there. <laughs> I'm just trying to look through all the. Uh... All the books now, and oh, I mean, insane. I mean, oh my days! Like if we, if we just look at the shelf now, that's just got everything on it. I think if I'm not, <laughs> this is ridiculous now. Right, I'm just looking through the new Jedi Order. There's it's about series. There's about thirty four. <laughs> yeah, books. oh yeah, it's a massive series. It's a massive series. And I'm on book two, <laughs> onslaught, and I've just finished it. So now I'm on to see. This is the thing. This is the thing. What I'm on about, where they're short stories. I've got Vector Prime is the first one, which they first start appearing, and you think, okay, decent size. Then you've got book two, which is part one, and then yeah, there's part two, part one, part one which is oh, yeah, the, pic- the one, that's one I've read. Look how thin that book is. Yeah, it's of course it's you, thin. None of our listeners can see it because it's <laughs> it's it's I don't know it's put it this way. How many pages is that? Uh, I'm just checking up. That that's definitely that it's not like a like epilogue. Uh, that is 292 pages. See, so they could put part one, part two into in one book there. Oh yeah, you can make one volume out of it easily and put it in the middle. But no, they went money grabbing, didn't they? They went pre Kathleen Kennedy and Disney. And they started, they started coming early. So, I think that's enough on that. Enough ways we could probably talk for... We could talk for for a long time on that. But, I've got this one shelf that's basically Star Wars Legends material, and it's nearly double stacked. He looks at it with nostalgia going, those were the days. Those were the days. Yeah. <laughs> Talking of books... I I got a new one. I I got. Uh, it is a football related book. It's called "Be Careful What You Wish For" by right. Simon Jordan. Okay. Uh, it's a pretty much well, it's written by Simon Jordan about. Uh, what does it say? Owning your childhood club—that's the dream, isn't it? Uh, Simon Jordan made his fortune building a mobile phone company from scratch and then sold it for $75 million. He bought Crystal Palace FC, the club he supported as a boy, that led him to the Premier League. Hmm. Basically, it documents the rise and the fall of him as an owner. And he oh. goes through everything. And I, I thought, listening to him on the radio, he's going to be honest as he can be in that book. So, yeah. And hold, throw no punches, or hold no punches, sorry. 
So I will be delving into that soon. It's added to the book list. Uh, <laughs> as we mentioned, actually, no, we mentioned the Met Gala last week, didn't we? we? Did, yes. And the 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 extravagant clothing that they wear. Saw something from Jeremy Clarkson had a little dig at Lewis Hamilton for his uh, <laughs> appearance he, at the he had Met half Gala. A, half a gown on, didn't he, or half a, a bride's? I think he made a dress. comment as well as about um about looking like a tire ma- tire had gone over his head or something. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's apt because moments uh, yeah, before <laughs> it was a deliberate guy that what had happened at Monza. <laughs> moments before. But so it got me thinking that A, at the Met Gala, we only ever see them at the beginning, at the end, where they go into the building and out of the building, which makes a lot of people think what goes on in the Met Gala, because you never hear anything inside the Met Gala. No pictures, no nothing. So you got to think what's going on. Is it a fashion show? Is it a big parade, you know, fashion parade and the catwalk? I reckon they all go in, take off whatever outfits they've had on, just then just dress up normally and say, Oh, thank God for that. We're having a massive party. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's believed that because some people go in in their extravagant clothes and then they they have outfit changes. Like they'll come out in something different at the end of it, or you'll see them midway and they'll have something different on. So, quite possibly, that could be. You may not be too far off. (laughs) You may be too far off there, but it got me thinking that if we. After, after so many years of doing the podcast, that we are invited to the Met Gala. <laughs> how would yeah. we? How would we dress? Oh, I don't know. To be extravagant, I know I can already see what I put you in. Oh dear! I already know what I put you in. It's not that blonde wig again, is it? That blonde wig, bright red lipstick, <laughs> high heel stilettos. <laughs> your children <laughs> that's how it would take you you told me you love me <laughs> <laughs> you'd cause a scene on the on the carpet for us all you told me you love me this isn't my wife <laughs> i keep the isn't... beard as well just <laughs> that's not my wife <laughs> as a co-host <laughs> believe it or not i know him <laughs> no i know Scene at the end of uh, Life of Brian. Like, I'm Brian, and so is my wife. <laughs> it's exactly how it would be. It would be literally looking at you. I'd, the pictures would be amazing. Yeah. I distance myself. I wouldn't even stop for photos. So I'm going. <laughs> yeah. Like I leave you in the capable hands of my wife. <laughs> <laughs> I already know what I put in you in. You know that long coat you've got. Oh yeah. No, I'm not putting you in that long coat because you'd look like you're homeless. <laughs> if you walked if you oh, walked out oh, how dare if you, you walked out on that carpet you'd look homeless, but it probably actually Oh, oh in that crowd, probably. You yeah. probably actually people would probably think you're fantastic, to be fair. <laughs> but I'd put you in now this is a mix now. A gold trousers. Okay. Gold shirt, like we saw <laughs> Lil Nas X dressed as VPO. Hmm. But just gold, or a bright yellow, or whatnot. Pretty much yellow from head to toe. However, you'd have that long overcoat, like Joseph and the Technicolor Dreamcoat. <laughs> it would just be rainbow-coloured all the way, top to bottom, <laughs> oh. and a rainbow top hat. 
I probably would then just turn around and say, I look handsome, I look smart, I'm a walking work of art. <laughs> <laughs> just burst into That's it. how we want it. That's how we want it. That's um, how I announced my uh, debut on on Broadway as Joseph. In the <laughs> that's literally it. I could walk you into and they go, this is Joseph. <laughs> He's the technical of the day. Literally, that is how I would dress you. <laughs> You'd absolutely blind the photographers. <laughs> You'd definitely be the talk. <laughs> You'd definitely be the talk of of the Met. Absolutely guaranteed. Um, for me, I don't know. I really don't know. I'd probably try and mould my a moustache, you know, the twirl at the end. Yeah. And something with a cane. <laughs> but not a suit or a tuxedo. No, definitely not. <laughs> I'd have to think. I can't think. Because I can't model myself on anything right now. Well, let's face it, the chances of this happening are extremely remote. But Extremely remote, but we can dream. Should the day ever come, Should the day, then we know the tailor that would get Ben's suit sorted. <laughs> we would have him found. You were given plenty of warning. Yeah, if there is a tailor out there, be careful. We, are, we will be requiring services of soon. Uh, so that's the Met Gala. I don't know why I was thinking of that today, or most of the week, and how we'd how we'd go. I'm still seeing the odd article about it. Yeah, still. Why? Yeah, still being talked about. Been and gone. Yeah. Um. Well, we've mentioned it vaguely, didn't we, before? But um, in gaming news, Battlefield's been delayed a month. Expected. Um. Nothing to really say on that. We haven't had any gameplay. We haven't had anything. So, yeah. However, we did. Back a month. <laughs> yeah, we did. We did, however, get gameplay of the new Call of Duty, the beta. That yeah. you played one game. I, I played, played one game and decided that's it. <laughs> yeah, I played one day and decided that's it. <laughs> and the cheek they had the audacity to extend the beta till tomorrow, the Wednesday. Yeah. Um, I'm not seeing many good things on it. I'll be honest. No, I, I've not encountered anyone yet that's had a positive thing to say on it. No, I think it's become the FIFA of shooters, hasn't it? FPS games. Basically, yeah, it's a reskin every year. and It's the same. Same substance. Same taste. Bland. Yeah. And speaking of same taste, same... We've already mentioned it. FIFA 22's out tomorrow, and boy, oh boy, can't we wait <laughs> till the sales. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. on sale. That's what I did with FIFA 21, in all honesty. Their new system of the packs is ridiculous. Have you seen them? Yeah. Well, of course you've seen them. You've, you've played the beta with me. Yeah. Or the early access we had. So, I can I honestly say... shut off very quickly without any sort of warning, either. <laughs> so... Yeah. I mean, I got... It up now, it just tells me... Uh... Cannot connect to the servers. <laughs> yeah, I well, I didn't. I got rid of mine a while ago because I just can get rid of it now. So <laughs> I got bored and thought it's the same as twenty one, pretty much. So, well, I yeah. did downloading. I went on FIFA twenty one yesterday to see if they updated the squads. They have updated the squads. Have they for PSG? Oh, they just put oh, Messi yeah, in. Yeah, yeah, because I did a lot of the chat. I basically updated the yeah. major teams on it. I think I did the entire Premier League with the exception of the three promoted clubs. Yeah, the same. <laughs> um, 
and then I did like I did like uh, Real Madrid, Barca, etc., etc. Same. I did the same. And so went to move Messi to PSG. So it was on Barcelona. Like, oh, yeah, he's gone. Messi's not here. <laughs> yeah, got the cheek of it. They could move one player, but they won't move Ronaldo. That's an even it's bigger right. move. I was, like, I was like, right, Ronaldo, you're moving. <laughs> I was the same. I went straight for Ronaldo. Like, you're going. But going back to those loop, um, loop, loop boxes, they're not technically loop boxes. The only games that loop boxes are still in it. It's strange, isn't it? It is strange. They've now, EA has said, oh, but now you're getting preview packs. Yeah, you can peek what's inside it now. And if you like it, then you can buy it. Fantastic, fantastic. Yeah, what a what a great way. Not going to play Ultimate Team at all, anyway. But you know what it'll be? They'll they'll entice people. You know, the first one in ten, maybe. It'll have that rare card. Yeah, have something decent in it, and it makes you go, "Oh, okay, I'll get some more," and I keep getting some more because I can preview it now. I can see what's in it. Yeah. The first pack I got that we got on there for free to preview uh, was total crap yeah. like, well and then I thought oh they're giving it to f- for us to f- you know for free yeah just to see how it goes oh no I had to pay for it and I was like nope no 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 <laughs> if there's one thing I'm not paying for it is that not you in hell anything more than the price of the game on FIFA and that will never change same I just and still People, I know. I still know people who take days off. Oh, for God's sake. When when FIFA comes out, a new FIFA comes oh, for out. For heaven's sake, it's just a it's just a reskin of the last one. Yeah. Has yeah. been for the last what ten years? I put Wrexham in it now. Oh yeah, that's true. One star, one star, Wrexham. Apparently, it's uh, it's annoyed a lot some a lot of other fans in the National League that one. I heard I some Notts County fans have really kicked off about that. I do question why it is in, why Wrexham are in the game. Because they've got rich owners. <laughs> that that is pretty much it, it. That they've got celebrity owners is the reason. That's pretty much how you get into these games. Yeah. It's like let's you face it. Stars, come on, buy your, buy your club. Yeah, but let's face it. It's a novelty. It's a nice novelty. You know, Wrexham are in the game. People oh, yeah. are talking about it. It's nice for people around here. You know, yeah. FIFA has... It's still not enough to make me want to get it at launch. But Jesus. I'm... It, you know, it would be a great journeyman career. Start yeah. Wrexham in League 2. And then yeah. build to the Premier League and eventually the Champions League. But then you, you say... A problem is I can't keep engaged with FIFA long enough. No. I've I found I'd started a Salford City career mode on FIFA 21. Same. And I'd loaded it up fairly recently and saw I've not even got through the the pre-season tournament. Same. Yeah. Uh, so I got through the pre-season tournament. I don't think I've even started the season properly. Looked at some transfers. I was like, I don't want to sort the team out. I was like, oh, you know what? I can't be bothered. No, I can't. I'm the same. <laughs> I've I'm exactly the same. Signing. <laughs> I'm exactly the same. <laughs> the defense and I was like, oh. Just doesn't peak in interest anymore. It's just the same. It's like oh, I've done this millions of times before in the past with different games in the same way. But now I'm like, oh, looks boring <laughs> to be honest. Doesn't know I've got to do training days every other day and <laughs> training days. The thing that they should get rid of. 
They really should get rid of them. Yeah, at least how they've done it in in twenty well, initially twenty one and stayed in twenty two. Because the training system had to be updated, but what they gave us was not, crap. Yeah, it was not not good enough. They should have gone back to like I can remember like FIFA six sticks out at me, where basically you had midfield training, striker yeah. training, defense yeah. training, goalkeeper training. That's all I wanted. That's all you needed. <laughs> that was it. System. It's not as if like your entire squad trains. It's like individuals. Yeah, you got to play as Harry Kane and whatnot. And no, I want whatever. my entire squad to. You, you yeah. ended up like sitting after reserves to do the sessions. Yeah. Because they weren't getting match fitness any other way. Yeah. I, I, I they, they, they really don't care. We know they don't care for these it's sorts of about, game modes. It's all about ultimate team. So. Yeah, because that's what they—that's their billion-dollar business, right there. Yeah, right there it is. I mean, we've, we've discussed—I I don't know if we discussed it on podcast, but certainly in, in group chats, we've wondered would FIFA follow like the Call of Duty model? Basically, Ultimate Team becomes free to play. Yeah, and that, that is then FIFA. It just becomes FIFA Ultimate Team, free to play, and I'll, I'll get the money for all the packs. Oh, of course, yeah. And then you've got to pay for like, like, was it? Esports are now done. You've got to pay for the other game modes. It's a weird one because if you had FIFA Ultimate Team free to play, mm. you can play FIFA Ultimate Team without paying for anything. Yeah, it'd take a long time, but it is theoretically correct. Yeah, EA will be gam- banking on. Well, no People. one's going to want to spend the time yeah. building it up. They'll want the instant success, and they'll pay for the packs. Because get... it's someone did the maths. If they did it in FIFA 21, and they did all like the tournaments and whatnot to get all these packs, if you yeah. wanted a fully decked out best cards in the game, players in the game for Ultimate Team, it would take you about four years. <laughs> By which point, four games have already come out, and yeah. nobody's playing that game anymore. Yeah. So, like you said, they're banking on someone going. I'm waiting that. I'm not doing that. I'm gonna, I'm gonna throw a few quid at it, a bit yeah. of money. But at the same time, if you're going to go with career mode and all the other modes as a paid model, where you just pay pay for the game, you'd probably annoy a lot of people by going. But they're getting the game. They can play it. They don't have to pay for it. Yeah. For free. But we're having to pay for a career mode. That no yeah. doubt will be about sixty quid. Oh god, yeah. That they oh, yeah, won't lower the price. For it. If they put it for like twenty five quid, twenty quid, twenty five quid, maybe. Yeah. But even then, they've got to improve it. Then they can have two separate games. Then two separate teams. Yeah. The ultimate team lot can concentrate on the ultimate team, and, and the rest of them can concentrate on the other bit. <laughs> My God, Ben, we should be gaming developers the way we've worked this out. We've solved it. <laughs> we have solved FIFA. We've completed it. We have completed FIFA. Zlatan did it. Look, it's... Spoilers. It's just that simple. But whatever way... Because you'll, you'll squeeze money out of both yeah. then. Those who are diehard career mode and whatnot fans. Yeah. And those that are the ultimate teams. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, yeah. So, there was something else. I've done it again. 
It's the Third Street Podcast where I've turned up and gone, I was going to talk about something and now I can't remember what that one thing was. We've touched on FIFA 22. We touched on Vanguard. We did an entire um, touching up of Star Wars Legends in general. Um, We did the Met Gala and what you're wearing. (laughs) So we might as well go well, we're halfway through, so. On the subject of FIFA, let's segue into real life football. Let's go into the real life football. That First of all, FIFA, the World Cup, that is gaining traction every two years. That suggestion. Mm. There's a... Still worries me a bit, because obviously we, I don't, we as the public haven't seen the actual no. presentation or anything, so... I think there's a talk next week <clears throat> with all the... Federations, yeah, that they're going to have a, a sit down and look at it and discuss how it could possibly be done. It's going to take some swaying, yeah, of them, and they're going to have one incentive for it, yeah. But the they go World Cup every two years. I'm just interested to see how things like the Euros, yeah, Copper America, Africa Cup of Nations get affected. Because so they on... rely on the years without the World Cup to yeah. host their tournaments. Yeah, exactly. See, I... See, there'll be a major tournament every year. Pretty much as it is now, as thanks to COVID. Yeah. Like, Euros this year, World Cup next year. Euros the next year, World Cup that year, next year. Yeah. And keep rolling. So... I'm sorry, but you know these players need a rest period at some point. It makes sense. <laughs> Someone put a good point up saying that I've I've completely gone blank. Right. Someone put a good point up saying that if you had the World Cup every two years, Hmm. you'd have no change. You know, with it being every four years, you'd have an England squad from that World Cup. Yeah. And then four years later, there will be a change. Yeah, the same with any team. Might still be, yeah, be a bit older, but yeah, but with every two years, it won't really change. You'd probably have the same squad now as, as then. Yeah, and then vice versa, and there'll be and a few changes. Then there's point though that it gives play, you know, like players more of a chance to try and win. win yeah. That <laughs> well, play harder in the when you play. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Don't do what. Um, don't bring a player on to take a penalty in the last minute. David Moyes <laughs> clearly did not take that memo. <laughs> I think, like a, I think, like a true Scotsman, he wasn't watching the Euro final because England were in it. <laughs> <laughs> He'd have damn well heard about it. <laughs> um, but no, I this we've spoke about the World Cup every two years. It's I'm just saying it's just gaining. I to be honest, you'd be stupid. In any situation, really, it doesn't. It's football. If it's work, if it's life, to not listen to the offer before yeah. saying yes or no. The little bits I've heard, like I know Gary Neville's talked a bit about it. There are yeah. elements of it which I can agree with, like the plan for the qualifying elements of it. Yeah, I can agree with. Get it all done in one sitting set time frame, and then it's done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rather so, than three in small international breaks, just have 
a set international break in this period, and See, it's done. We've got another one coming up, haven't we, in October? Yeah, and then one again in November. Just deflates the whole season, doesn't it? Well, so it, it disrupts it disrupts the clubs because they can't gain momentum. Yeah. When they start gaining traction, they don't. All right, well, half my half my team's going here, there, and everywhere. Yeah. Um. See, I, I, I until you until you hear the offer and see the chips on the table, yeah. you can't really. Because I still think it's the case of somebody said, "Oh, Wenger's off," you know, saying about uh, a. Yeah. A World Cup every two years, and then the newspapers have ran with it and gone, "Oh, it created this storm," yeah. and Wenger sat there going, "Well, I haven't told you about it yet, so yeah. you haven't really listened. You've just heard the first bit of my plan, yeah. or my my offer. You haven't heard the rest of my offer. Yeah. <laughs> so just, listen. The main thing for me is the timing of it. Obviously, on the back of the whole European Super League thing, yeah, the timing of it seems a bit misjudged." <laughs> There is, well, I think, the speaking of Super League, the Premier League clubs are banding together, aren't they? I think they're going for a meeting this week or next week, late this week, early next week, of a charter to try and prevent oh, yeah. a Super League, you know, ever, again. Yeah, yeah. Ever, ever taking effect. So that's another discussion that's going to be taking place between the 20, yeah. between the, I bet Brentford will love it that. Yeah. Just got in the just table, guys. We're at the big boy table now. <laughs> yeah. Of course, you've listened to Florentino Perez and the Super League's still happening. So that's to, in his head, it is taking place. Yeah, he is. He and it's funny because those three teams or, or four, whatever it is that's left. It's just three, isn't it? Now, yeah. To Barca, Juventus, and Real. Yeah, Real Madrid. They're the only three left. Yeah, they're the they're the teams. That have been ravaged by the players just leaving. Yeah, they can't be bothered. Ronaldo, Messi. Um, yeah. What's it? Varane's now jumped ship. At Varane's Madrid, gone from Madrid. Um, Sergio Ramos. Ramos has left. Yeah. You just left. Really not going well for Juventus at the moment, though, is it? No, they down the relegation zone in Syria. They haven't got a win yet. Win, no winning four. Apparently, Ronaldo wasn't the problem. <laughs> Definitely, he was. He scored their goals. <laughs> it's the rest. It's strange because they've got Bonucci and Cialini. Yeah. The the defenders of Italy from the Euros that played so well. They're in Delict as well, and <laughs> yeah, apparently, yeah, I think it's Delict. Uh, there has a. So I was reading in one of the rumors in the papers that he has a very special. Um, clause in his contract Ooh. that triggers in the summer of 2022. Ooh. So he could be available for a. <laughs> keep your eyes peeled for that one. Apparently <laughs> so. It's just a something I was reading today. I don't know if there's anything yeah. to it, but it's Sorry. interesting. Yeah. That would be Harland and Delict that would yeah. have. Clauses. That's, that's, that's why no one's certainly in the case of Harlan. That's why no one's gone for him this summer because they all know he's available for next to nothing in football transfer terms. Anyway, yeah. Next summer. Do you think City? I think they will now after the start of this season. Unless, of course, for example, Ferran Torres suddenly turns into a yeah. 
They could, I mean, they could just be sitting and waiting. They could be. For this to trigger. We're, I know they've just spent 100 million on Jack Grealish, but they could be sitting patiently going, oh, they're taking the mick now. You know, they're taking the mick out of us now, saying we haven't bought a striker, we need a striker. Last season we didn't have a striker, but we got by and won the, won the league. Yeah. So, uh, we'll be waiting in the ranks for when that and ready to trigger it instantly. Yeah. Because they they beat the likes. Well, Real Madrid won't go from. They'll go from Mbappe. Yeah, they get. Yeah. They'll go from Mbappe. They'll get. They'll at least sign him on a pretty contract in January. Um, problem is Dortmund and Bayern Munich seem to have this strange relationship where they like to sell their players to Bayern Munich. <laughs> Like the Dortmund aren't, don't particularly like it. They just allow it. Can't do anything about it. No. <laughs> no. I just, I just don't see Haaland going to Bayern Munich. <laughs> Look, the thing is, Lewandowski yeah. wants to move on. Yeah. For new challenges, do City go for Lewandowski? Yeah. Problem is, is his age a factor? Well, they're talk still talking about Kane, and he's not much younger than. Oh, I like that you've brought Kane up. Leads nicely into that Tottenham-Chelsea game, doesn't it? <laughs> Leads lovely into the form of Kane anyway. Full stop, yeah. The, my God. And I'm glad now, because what have I been saying since the Euros about Kane Euros, moving, yeah. moving into midfield? You, yeah. you can go back, by all means, listeners, go back into the archives. He did say it, and I, and and I agreed with him. <laughs> where I, I kept harping on Saying that Kane moving in his midfield causes problems. Yep. And I don't think he's being told to do it. Because you can't yeah. have Nuno tell him to do it and Southgate tell him to do it. Doesn't work. No. So he's Mourinho clearly... I could see potentially doing it. Mm. It looked a deliberate tactic under Mourinho. Yes. That's only because Son's actually making decent runs off him. Mm. Yeah. Sorry, I'm a drink. Doesn't seem to be the case now. Because I mean, who makes the runs off him for England? No one. I can only think of a Sterling that actually makes a run. But you know, Sterling makes crap runs off yeah. Harry Kane. I'm sorry, he just does. <laughs> but it, you don't really notice it as much in an England shirt because of the talent he's got around him. Yeah. But certainly when it comes to Tottenham, if Son isn't making those runs and whoever's on the right wing isn't making a run, yeah. the thing is, he moves into midfield or he, he drops deep and then Dele Alli doesn't know look like he knows what he's doing. He's going, do I go as a striker now or do yeah. I go in alongside Kane here? Who fills that void? It was picked up by the pundits, wasn't it? It in was. Roy Keane in particular picked up on it. He did. I was glad. And, you know, I think he made a great point. You know, if you're one of the Tottenham midfielders and you then see Harry Kane about five yards away from you, you're like, well, who who am I playing this to? They kept <laughs> punting it into the box and he wasn't he didn't go for it. He wasn't in the box. Yeah. This is what I was saying with England. Like punt it into the box. He's not there. Yeah. So what's He's the point? He's meant to be one of the world's top strikers, arguably the top striker in the Premier League, meant to be. And he doesn't want to play as a striker. And he doesn't seem to want to be a striker. He seems to be doing what Wayne Rooney was doing at the end of his career. 
Well, he just yeah. goes into the midfield and was put in the midfield. But you can what you can say about Wayne Rooney is that he had other strikers around him at United that, and he couldn't half ping a pass. Mm. <laughs> the balls he was playing, outstanding. So you had well, as last years at United, you have what Zlatan was ahead of him, so that that wasn't an issue. Yeah, between Zlatan, Rashford, Martial. He had people ahead of him. That, of course, that, they could do it. That, were could, options. that had the legs to do it and the target. And when he went to, to Everton it. again, I think he was brought to Everton to be like the number ten. Yeah. Behind another striker. I mean, to sum it up, his passing game. Look mm. at the uh, his time in America. Yeah. Where there was the one game where I, they were either losing or they were drawing, and it was a quick throw in to yeah. Rooney on the halfway line. And just. And forward. he pinged the most perfect ball into the box diagonally, and yeah. they scored from it. <laughs> it was yeah. a thing of beauty that goal. I love that goal. I couldn't believe yeah. it. I thought that is that is pinpoint. That is pinpoint. That you can't teach that. Yeah. That is technique at its well, purest form. He started doing it, you know, to so drop him a bit deep and sort of firing the pass. Like the the ball for was it the Van Persie's second goal against Villa over the top. Yeah, the volley. Fired it over the top and. Van Persie sit on the volley. Yeah. And I, I'm when suddenly starting it, I thought, he's been spending a lot of time with Paul Scholes on how to. How to ping a ball. Yeah. Yeah, because he, he knew that he, you know, his, his pace was going. That, yeah. That you've got to sort of pick up a new skill set. Yeah. And work on something else because you aren't going to do that all the time. Was, running off the ball. Rooney made, Rooney made no secret that he, could, he saw himself dropping into midfield. Yeah. career went on. Yeah. Um, to touch on Harry Kane, because I do want to talk about yeah, Rooney in a second. Back to Kane, yes. I do want to talk. <laughs> uh, we will go back to Rooney and whatnot in current form. Um, so Kane, it annoys me that seeing a striker of such top calibre to score so many goals, so yeah. then look just not interested. Just doesn't like he's bothered about getting into the box. I'd almost argue, is it if it were it's happening for England as well? I'd argue was it just a Spurs, you know, that he didn't get his move out of Spurs this summer, is he just fed up with being at Spurs? Yeah. But as you say, it's for England as well. It is. There's there's a there's a theme now that he's doing it for both. So also what I don't get with Tottenham is that they got rid of Mourinho because he was a bit too defensive. Like he was a defensive coach, and then they bring in Nuno Espirito Santos, who's a defensive coach. Yeah, his Wolves side was built to play on counter attacks. And... Yeah. Now the problem is, you could easily have a counter attacking Spurs lineup, but when your striker does not want to get into the box, it falls apart. You can't really do anything because <laughs> who are you meant to ping it to? It's phenomenal. Like just watching it, but Spurs just got picked apart in that Chelsea game. Second half in particular, I, I, I'd argue it was it was fairly even first half. Yeah, but second half, bringing on Golo Kante on basically changed the game in Chelsea's favour. It did. Basically, all over them, all over them. The last ten minutes, well, jeez, so, Tottenham might as well not have been on the pitch. They outplayed everywhere. Yeah, it was phenomenal. Uh, it looked like it did not have a clue what it was doing. Luis doesn't fill me with confidence. He wouldn't certainly wouldn't fill me with confidence if I was I in that defence. The best and the worst of him in that game, like he'd pull off a brilliant save. Then Palmer. And then it would just drop to another Chelsea player to then yeah. have a <laughs> Yeah. 
mean, they they looked like they were set solely for Lukaku, the threat of Lukaku. Yeah, that was the only. That's the only thing that Nuno seemed to have identified as a threat. Yeah. What he's also forgotten is that there are many other players in that Chelsea squad <laughs> that cause damage. I was like, yeah, okay, Werner didn't score, and Werner probably should have scored. Definitely should have scored. At least one of the chances he had. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but as we sort of said in the Euros, he was making the right sort of runs. Just put him as a winger. Put yeah. him as put him as someone who runs the wings, runs the channels. Yeah, I, I know we all have a laugh at Werner, and I certainly had a few in the group chat during the game. Oh, definitely. But at the end of the day, you, you actually look at and analyse it properly. He made the right runs. He did, he just can't finish. <laughs> Bless just can't him. Finish. <laughs> That's what I mean, like, they, I know Chelsea do have danger men. Sadly, Werner is a danger to his own squad most of the time. Yeah. And uh, you do need N'Golo Kante just to, to mop up after him. Yeah. But it looked like they were just solely set for the threat of Lukaku. Yeah. Lukaku had a quiet, quiet game, really, quiet game, by his standards. Yeah. He was desperately trying to score at the end. You could yeah. tell the way he was. <laughs> but they just forgot about the rest of Chelsea yeah. that were there. So... Spurs, they're, you know what, the, the odds aren't actually on that they finish in the top six this season. Well, looking at their last, what, three performances, it's two, what, two, three nil losses on the bounce now. Yeah. Against Palace as well. Palace was Palace. one of them. I mean, I know they had the red card, but even before the red card, it was still. I think it's Palace ran them ragged too. Did. Ran them through. It's ridiculous. I've seen, I've seen a couple of Spurs fans sort of point out, you know, yes, we. Spurs won their first three games 1-0 without Harry Kane. Yeah, they played better without Harry Kane. I've often qu- queried that for a few years. Like, Do they actually play better when Kane's not there? I think there's more they know what to do. <clears throat> yeah. There's no worry. To Kane to... Yeah, there's no worry about, oh, Kane's going to drop deep. I have to make this run. It's like, if I have an out-and-out striker, yeah. then just or have a striker, that someone that just stands there, well, in Barcelona's case, a defender that stands there and scores yeah. their goals for them now. Um, then the wingers know what to do. They can either cut inside and do a Jesse Lingard, or they can cross it in. That's it. I, mean, I think Spurs, like, even if just stick Son up front and just basically play the ball in behind yeah. for Son to run after. Yeah. It's literally it. Play Son on the shoulder of the last man. Doesn't matter where along that line. He's going to run for it. Yeah. And it gets a bit of pressure off your team. But we're not managers, Ben. No. We're not managers. We <laughs> Only in FIFA are we managers. And we sort that out. And then we turn it off when players don't play well. And we sell them. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, I was going to mention another player then. But it's gone. Anyway, Derby. The administrators yeah. are in today. Yeah. He's spoken to the the owner's spoken to the players, the youth staff, all staff basically. Yeah. About what's going on, and it looks like a twenty-one point deduction. Or well, twenty-one now. It could go up to twenty-one. Oof. I think it's nine for the administration or something like that. Yeah. But the other thing about their financial handlings in previous transfer windows, yeah, hasn't been settled yet. So it could all accumulate to 21. That's what the negotiations are about, wasn't it? Wasn't yeah. Um, Wickham <clears throat> apparently are going to try and sue Derby. Or... I've seen many people point out, what's the point in suing Derby at the moment? They've got, got no money. nothing. Got no money. 
Um, yeah, it's an absolute mess. Sounds like did over you there. Hear that Wayne Rooney found out through Sky Sports News. He did. He did. He the owners didn't even the tell him. No. <laughs> now watch that interview. <laughs> but like, that's unbelievable. I th- I'm sorry. I, my, I asked you to, my comment to Wayne Rooney there is just get out. Please. The thing is, they're actually performing <laughs> on the pitch. Yeah. They've got like a couple of wins or something like that mm. during the, this season. So considering they could hardly put a squad together. Yeah, that was beginning the of the season. Of season wasn't it? Then there was, what, was it like, like seven players, mm. or was it nine or something? It was like, yeah, considering he's uh, he's not doing a bad job on the pitch with them, is he? Yeah. So I just think it's. I mean, looking at his performance in soccer, aid, he could probably come on himself and still do a decent definitely, job. Definitely, <laughs> but it's hard with the financials of it, and you know when a when a club goes into administration. I'm afraid, well, the, the finances haven't been run properly. Like, yeah. They've had owners well, in and out, haven't they? It's not sort of like some, like, like with Wigan, where it's been... Horribly I mean, mismanaged. They're just coming out of their issues, aren't they? Yeah. So, yeah. Like, this is different, whereas Derby's... It wasn't like the owner was siphoning money out for himself. No. They were just basically overpaying. They were. <laughs> they were spending beyond their means. <laughs> I think there was... A, yeah, 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 they were. They're ridiculous wages. Uh, ridiculous transfer fees. <laughs> transfer fees. They just didn't... God knows what Rooney's on. Let's face it. Um, they've literally done a... Ba- that's literally a lower league Barcelona right there. Basically, yeah. That's probably the, that's probably the best analogy, actually. A lower league Barcelona. It's, it's a bit of a weird one for... Like, for... For this country, you know, the, the administrators happen. It's not because it's a greedy owner trying to take money out just for himself. It's actually, no. no, the owner has invested. Yeah, he's just invested too much and money he doesn't have. <laughs> yes, basically. <laughs> I mean, another. Uh, we we don't know. It's gonna. The, it's such a messy situation. Administration, mm-hmm. and good luck to them. They can only keep performing on the pitch. Yeah, I've read today that if the if a player plays for Liverpool today, a certain player plays for Liverpool that came from Derby, there's a cl- uh, there's a clause saying that if he makes his debut, then a hundred grand goes to Derby. I'll be begging Jurgen Klopp to play him tonight. So, then <laughs> I mean, I'd be I'd be straight on the phone going, "Can you please just play him?" Just, even if it's just like the last ten minutes. <laughs> yeah, just get him on because we need this. Look, that's look. If Liverpool. If if this whole I'll thing of Liverpool, <laughs> look, if all these Premier League teams are like, oh, we'll help the lower leagues and whatnot, we'll help lower league now teams. You, now's the time to prove it. Just do that. Yeah. Like, just say, just put him on. You could just put him on in the last twenty minutes or whatnot. Yeah. Just put it on, help them out, give them their cash, gets them out. You know, probably pays players' wages and whatnot for a bit. Yeah. And see what you can. Well, we don't know with Derby actually. Probably <laughs> can't play. He can't pay a player's wage. It's not himself who's concerned for. It. It's like the staff who've got like, yeah. mortgages and rents yeah. and everything to pay. Exactly. support. Yeah. So another championship team I want to discuss is uh, is Notts Forest. Yeah, we don't just, often talk about new manager today. Yeah, the former Swansea boss. I believe yeah. it is. Which is a weird one because he has quite a bit of stock to his name. Excuse me, I'm going to sneeze. <coughs> Excuse me. 
I'm back after that sneeze. Um, yeah, he's he did well at Swansea. He left Swansea because it's reported that he didn't, or more and more power was being taken from him and control. So he left on that basis. But then he moves to Notts Forest, where you can't imagine he'd have much control with the way things are. So it's a weird one because I think whenever you hear that, it annoys me where people say, oh, Nottingham Forest should be in the Premier League. They should be playing much better than they are. That that annoys me because people are too stuck in the past. It's like the days of winning the European Championship and the Champions League are gone. They ain't there no more. So it annoys me that they're just completely stuck in the past of it. But this is a new day, new dawn. And Ben is frozen. So we're going to try and probably try and connect to Ben. So I'm going to babble on a little bit while he does that. But Notts County really... Notts County? Notts Forest, sorry. Apologies to all the Notts County and Notts Forest fans out there. They really... They've had a number of owners. We've just been talking about owners and whatnot. Um, But... Time will tell. I mean, they haven't they haven't won a game this season out of four games. I think it is. And uh, look, time will tell. New manager usually sparks a bit of life into uh, into fans, into players. So we'll see where we go from there. Uh, ben is just a frozen man on my screen in a very weird pose. Um, I don't know if he's coming back. We will attempt to uh, get him back as we go. Uh, it would seem that Ben has reappeared in some capacity. He has returned, Ben. There we go. Uh, I can't work out with me, you went, or you went, because I'm just recording. <laughs> you were frozen on my screen. So you were frozen on mine, and I lost you completely. <laughs> I kept talking about Notts, Notts Forest, and I hmm. mistakenly called them Notts County. So I, apolo- I apologised for that one because <laughs> it could have gone horribly wrong. No, I was just saying that it they get stuck in the past, people, don't they? Yeah. get stuck in the past, like, this isn't the years of Champions League well, glory. Yeah. Like, this is the here and now. And, like, yeah, uh, right now, uh, they're a championship club who... Uh, cannot win a game. Yeah. Didn't win a single game this season, so... It's one of them. A new manager, like I was saying usually kickstarts players a bit. Like, gives you a shot in the arm, doesn't it? So, it's one of them. We don't often talk about the championship. No. So, it's quite been quite refreshing to talk about the championship. Um, Cooper, that's it. I tend not to look at the relegated teams. You know, from the Premier League. Yeah. I tend to look at how other teams are performing. Oh yeah, I keep an eye on what West Brom are just I'm sorry, they're just a boring team in general, really, for me. To me they're the forgotten team. What, what I call yo yo teams, like they yeah. just drop up and down between the two and it's Well that's what Norwich want to be, isn't it? We talk about this. They yeah. want to be the yo yo team. Just getting the financials you know, the parachute yeah, payment, the, the promotion the payment. Parachute payments that up and down. Yeah. 
Yeah, it keeps them yeah, financially. It's level brought up in terms of finances in like the, the championship. There's clubs that do that. Yeah, it keeps them going, but it's when you don't instantly get back up and then you spend mm-hmm. a couple, like two or three years then in the championship. Eventually, yep. the parachute payment dries up. And it doesn't help, and you end up in a situation like Derby. Yeah. God, do you remember their Premier League stint? The re- yeah, the last one, yeah. Lowest, lowest number of points ever recorded by a Premier League team. Paul Jewell. Fantastic. Yeah. Outstanding. I think their first goal of, their, of that season, of Derby's Premier League season, then came against Man United at Old Trafford in a 4-1 loss. Ooh. And the Derby, well, I think, I think Derby player scored it and made it 3-1. Yeah. And I think the Derby County fans, they knew they were losing, but the Derby County fans started singing, can we play you every week? We just scored. North London Derby this weekend. Yeah, that should be an interesting one. I think this is the best time Arsenal could actually play yeah. Tottenham. Yeah, they've picked up a couple of 1-0 wins, Arsenal. So, uh, I like the fact, I know it says Burnley, but we actually dug in yeah. for a change against a physical Burnley side that held, and we held on Yeah, for yeah, a 1-0 really win. Burnley, to, I'll probably say against Arsenal in particular, have been able to sort of bully their way back yeah, into yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, but there was, there was a doggedness to them. Yeah. Like, really. They look a bit more unified. The players. Yeah. I'd stick with Ramsdale. Ramsdale seems a bit more assured yeah. of himself. I think Leno's just completely not What's interested it? anymore. Which is, um, he might play good in the big games, but I think Ramsdale actually plays for the, the badge. Yeah. Like, he looks like he's really enjoying himself when he plays. So, we'll see. They are to Arsenal's rescue for a change this week. I know, That's yeah. <laughs> to be fair, Ramsdale got the ball. Yeah. Got the ball. So um, the initial angle I had of it, I thought, well, why, why, why haven't they overturned that? But then you sort of see the, the angle yeah. from the goal line. It's like, actually, yeah, I can sort of see yeah. why they're there. <laughs> uh, VAR did not come to your rescue. Not that you needed it, but... No. It certainly didn't help. The... No, I, 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 I thought Ronaldo should have had at least one penalty. Yeah. Possibly yeah. two, but definitely one. One was needed. Yeah, it was definitely one. I agree. But, but he doesn't need he doesn't need them because he's scoring anyway. <laughs> well, as I say, I, I, I mainly want United to get a penalty just so I can see the fight between Ronaldo and Fernandez over who's taking oh, it'd be, it. <laughs> it'd be brutal. It'd be bloodshed. <laughs> Please, Cristiano, just one. <laughs> no, <laughs> I must do the celebration. <laughs> well, yeah, well, attempted to come to West Ham's rescue. I mean, don't go wrong. It was handball, and I had no complaints about the penalty given. Yeah, yeah. It's um, and as I said earlier, David Moyes clearly didn't watch the Euros. Don't I? I don't know what I know. It works with goalkeepers, and it makes you look a bit clever, doesn't it? Ooh, what a tactical genius he is! Yeah. How about letting one of your players who's been playing already well, kick the damn ball in the net? Well, De Gea came out and said he thought Declan Rice was taking it. Yeah. He was getting himself ready for it. Right, Rice is taking it, so he's he's put it here, here for his last few. Yeah. And so he sees Mark Noble coming on. And like, oh. I mean, <laughs> it wasn't a good penalty, but it was a great save. Hmm. It was look. De Gea looks like he's back. 
getting back to. Over the summer, but it looks like he's, he's getting he's back to form. Again. Yeah, he's looking good. This is the season that you want that to happen. Yeah, and it's going to be tight, very oh, tight. Yeah, I, th- I think we're we're potentially on for one of the best title races for for a long time. City already dropping points. Yeah. Liverpool. It, that penalty for Southampton should have stood. I didn't see it, so I can't say. Uh, I only saw it. I think because I've watched match the day two, and then they showed like the Saturday goal, like well, I said, the Saturday goal was the City game. Basically, the moment of controversy was when yeah. Kyle Walker brought down the Southampton player and got sent off, only for to then go and have a look at the monitor. Just said, um, "No, um, it's not a penalty." So therefore, the red cards rescinded. <laughs> Jesus. But, <laughs> Actually, looking at it, yeah. I've not seen, a, I've not heard from a pundit who thinks that was the correct decision. Madness, isn't it? But, um... I mean, not that it matters. There are no fans in the in the Etihad. No. It's not on there. Fifty-three thousand turned up <laughs> for one of the Yeah, I think it was probably that game. Yeah. yeah, it was against Southampton, and the reporter even asked Pep, "What do you think of the crowd?" And Pep knew his like. Oh, yeah, okay. And he's like, yeah, they're good. Yeah, yeah, walked off. <laughs> so good to see the turnout this this week, Pep. Yeah, yeah, it's great. It's good to see them left. He knew what was coming. Yeah, wonder how many turned up tonight. <laughs> Carabao Cup. Um... Actually, if playing away, it might not, well, might not be. Is it Wickham? Um, yeah, they're at home to Wickham. They're 3-1 up, actually. So <laughs> Wickham have probably got more fans than them right now yeah. <laughs> at Stadium. Let's face it. Looking at the Carabao Cup scores at the moment, fair play to Brentford. They're 5-0 up on Oldham. Fair play, free scoring. <laughs> um, oh, one last thing. We'll go back to gaming for one last segment. The, the Old Republic game oh, yes. that we make him. Notice in the title, it says remake. Yeah. Not remaster. It's a remake, yeah. It's a remake. There's a difference between a remaster and a remake. Yeah. A remaster is graphical upgrades and yeah. whatnot that we've seen. Yeah. A, a remaster, a remake, is they add things. So they will see what they add. Put what... more things. Usually, they'll redo a few things and do stuff like that. So it might not even be the same as how we remember it mm. all there many years ago. They might have changed a lot of things. Played because obviously when we were growing up it was an Xbox exclusive and it was. I didn't have access to <laughs> Xbox yeah. so I never played. I've seen gameplay of it through YouTube yeah. and whatnot, but it's never a game I played. But I'm now feeling in sense that I'm going to get a PS5 perhaps a bit sooner than I thought. <laughs> if you can get one, that's if I can get one. Yeah, <laughs> it's still ridiculously hard to get one. I think we just got luck of the draw. Yeah. At the moment, like, it's ridiculous. But I'm sure that Sony are going to start pumping them out again. Well, yeah. You'd damn well hope so, anyway. Right. Yeah. I think that'll do us. I think so. That will do us. We've started on the galaxy far, far away. We'll end on the galaxy far, far away <laughs> in our nerdiness. But do we care? No. no. <laughs> it's our podcast. We'll do what we want. <laughs> <laughs> right. Of course. Thank you all for listening. It's been a pleasure as always. A pleasure to see Ben's face, even though he did freeze on me in, <laughs> in a very odd pose. But I don't know who it was that went, because obviously 
you went on mine and obviously went on yours. Mine still should have still recording. I thought, well, I can't, I can't stop the recording if it's an issue on his end. Well, I kept talking, so they got to fall asleep for on as well, 30 seconds of me. We'll find out who's... Uh... We will find out who won the Lost Connection battle. To be honest, I, I, I was, I'll, I'll happily concede this one, because it sounds like you went on better than I did. Well, the listeners will, su- will find out when they finally get to that point and go, it could be an absolute mess. We could be talking over each other and everything, but <laughs> I don't know. We'll, we'll find out in editing. But, of course, thank you all for listening. It's been a pleasure. Stay safe and goodbye. Goodbye.